Welcome, everyone, to the Kathy Lee Parker Show, the number one place for enlightened and entertaining guests, positive vibes, and information that is spot on. And now, for your listening pleasure, your host, Kathy Lee Parker. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I have two companies have joined together in helping you feel your best and to enjoy life again. And it is um, Head and Homes. It's a horse rescue and inquiring therapy. And it's, his name is Tony. And then I also have Patrick Adams. He is the clinical director of Olympus Healing Center. Welcome, gentlemen, to my show. Thank you very much, Kathy. Hey, thanks, Kathy. You're Let me welcome, add one... Tony. You've been on before, too, a year ago, almost a year, in 2019. And uh, I'm glad that you came back. And, um, and you joined in with another um, company uh, to do, I mean, you're doing some amazing things with healing and, and um, helping people get back to reality, oh, especially with anxiety and depression this year has brought. The, the uh, thing is, with all the virus scares, everybody having to uh, stay at home and home shelter and all that, it's really uh, come to the forefront of a lot of uh, physical ills as well as mostly that mental. And, and, mm-hmm. and the uh, overall thing is, is we have to be able to go and um, treat it and uh, give an answer for all the questions they have. What is happening because I have to stay at home, I can't socialize, I can't do this, I can't do that. On that side, it's up to Patrick and um, Lindsay. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, we have um, Lindsay is there also. She's a direct, uh, director of holistic uh, therapy uh, there, for uh-huh. the, there for the summer here. And uh, she is a fantastic in her job. The thing about the center up here and the thing I got involved with it for is because I had a fantastic therapist that was with me for a few years. His overall job, I called her down in Central Utah. And I was I'm looking for somebody else who could match the professionalism that I had for Brandon. And I think I found it. And so uh, in getting involved with Olympus Healing, it, 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 it's all just a fit like a shoe, fit like a nice leather shoe slipping on. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to hear. So that's how you two came together and... Join in as you know, two companies joining in to help people with their, you know, feeling better with life and getting back to reality. Is that correct? Exactly. Yes. Yes. It's 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 uh the uh, thing is nobody can go and do it by themselves. If they have a problem, oh, no. there's not there's nothing shameful. There's nothing not manly, not womanly about asking for help. And mm-hmm. if anybody uh, is in the need and they realize it, they're that much ahead, and then they okay. can go and step forward. Okay. Patrick, tell me a little bit about your background. You have a master's degree in social work. Yeah, I have, a, I have a master's degree in forensic social work from the University of Utah. I began my career... Mm-hmm in 1998 working in residential treatment and I've managed to kind of work in every area of treatment and recovery from from uh, detox and hospitalization to individual therapy and case management so in my 22-year career I've spanned all those resources and worked in all those areas mm-hmm. and how do you see that um, with working with head and homes the horses and stuff do you find that to be very helpful Oh, absolutely. E- equine therapy and any kind of 
uh, therapy that is offered or any kind of interaction that's offered with horses is very therapeutic for everyone. Everyone walks away feeling better and more relaxed no matter what their interaction is. And as they begin to, as people come with, with more severe, more serious maladies and mental illnesses or depression or anxiety, the, the equine experience has just been proven to be remarkable in its ability or its its capacity to help and restore people to connection and, and wellness. And what it really does prominently is allows them to create an awareness of their emotional state and begin to manage and regulate that. Mm-hmm. You know, Patrick, this is kind of funny to say, but it means you can touch the horses. I mean, you know how we can't touch anybody? At least you can go out there and pet and get close to a horse and touch it and get the feel. Because I think that's what everybody's suffering is this anxiety of being inside, you know, especially if they're working on one, on the, you know, self employment by themselves or even in the corporate, you know, you're sitting in your cubic and you can't, like, wait, I can't, I can't do anything. Or they're working at home and they, you know, they miss the interaction of being with somebody and people and, you know, you know what I'm following. Oh, That's what I'm trying to say here. No, I do. And, and one of the greatest consequences of this current situation in our society is human contact actually touching each other. I mean, just putting hands on, no. shaking hands, hugging. The oxytocin and the, and the neurotransmitters that are, that are released in the brain are incredibly healing and restorative and really connecting. And having this social isolation, this distance, is, is, is having consequences on just the greater collective body of people's well, wellness in such a way that it's, it's really hard to combat that because the only really real way to combat that is by human contact and human interaction. And that's something that's been kind of literally been precluded from us for quite some time now. So getting into the question. Even, I felt good when I've been out. Like today I had a meeting with somebody and I was nice to look at them across, you know, the table instead of on a screen. And during me, and I oh, got absolutely. more done. Face face, even though I couldn't, you know, shake a hand or anything like that. I mean, shake a hand, but still, I got something done. And of course, we did the elbow thing, but you know, right. I was like, goodbye. But anyway, yeah. but yeah, you do miss that touch. You know what yeah. I mean? Even if it's just a handshake. Thank no, you, sir. Thank you. Especially in the corporate world. And I find a lot of people suffering like anxiety, you oh, know, yeah. or it, a little bit depression. But sometimes one of the greatest ways... Do you find that out there? Oh, absolutely. And and sometimes one of the greatest ways to deal with depression and anxiety is just a pat on the back or a hug. That's a great starting point in a healing experience. But we can't do that. We can't do that. Right. And while we do and and comply with all of the COVID uh, requirements at at the equestrian center and the healing center, we do both. We also understand the great limitations that uh, this current trend or this current situation has created for us, for all of us. Mm-hmm. And be able to go out to the horses would be, you know, a healing. It's like even if you're in your home and you're in there eight hours, eight, ten hours a day in front of a computer, it's like take a break, you know, get away from that and go some afternoon and get reacquainted, you know, come out to your um, retreat. And it's out, where's this at? It's in West Jordan. Uh, no, actually, it's on, it's on Highway 201, 8000 West, out in Magna, in Magna, Utah. In Utah, mm-hmm. yes. And the, thing, and the thing that I uh, go and offer with this, the, um, uh, yeah, because we're all talking about see, the interaction in between us humans, but the reason equine therapy works so well is and especially mm-hmm. the horses that I bring in, these are, horses are all rescue horses. And so mm-hmm. the horses, they respond to the emotions of the human that all comes up upon them. So if I go and walk up on the horse and I am interested in going and petting them or grooming them or even just walking or even talking to them, if I have mm-hmm. high anxiety, and I'm really on the edge of things, that horse isn't going to feel it. It's going to run away. If I come mm-hmm. up and I'm calm, cool, and no anxieties, that horse is going to come to me, really, and then and follow, go around. And follow me around. 
Now, a lot of the rescue horses that I have have all been through a lot of trauma. They've been through a lot. So we, in using them for equine therapy, are actually giving the horses therapy too. That's how we have come up on the saying of humans helping horses, helping humans, helping horses. It's all just a circle. Yep. Yep. Very much so. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. And um, um, so, Patrick, how are you using the horses with some of your counseling? Do you get them um, face-to-face? you get them inside the ring of where the horses are, or do you one-on-one? All of the above. We usually start with a group circle in, in the corral or in the pasture where the horses are, and then we let the horses mm-hmm. kind of come and go around us as they choose. And so we just start a little group process, and we just check in and have discussions and things. And then the horses will present themselves as they will, and they stick their heads in the group and they kind of walk in the middle of us. And it's actually really kind of fun. And then as that occurs, then we kind of break up a little bit and kind of separate out, and then people begin to interact with whatever horse seems to interact with them. And we just let it be a very organic process at, at this point. Anyway. What do you and, and do, we, Patrick? What if you do if somebody's scared? You know, they're scared being in that circle. You know, you know what I mean? What if they get a little nervous? Well, that, and that's what the group process is. That's where it's really helpful is we, we, you know, we talk to each other and we encourage everyone to share where they're at. Like describe what you're feeling, describe what you see, describe what you're going through. And if someone presents as nervous or kind of fidgety or, or uncomfortable with a big horse, they're certainly welcome to get up and, and remove themselves from the pasture or the corral. And, you know, that's not an issue. Uh-huh. The idea behind this is it's, it's, all, um, it's all welcoming and it's all um, by invitation. Nobody's forced into it. Mm-hmm. And that's and that key ingredient in, in gaining all you can from the equestrian experience is it, it all is voluntary. It's voluntary for the horse. It's voluntary for the, for, for the participant. Because if it's forced but at can all... You then, work with the, can you work with the horse on the outside? Because I have never been in the middle of a circle with horses. I'm not kidding you. I never... I'm not even one. I'm always on the other side of the fence. And I'm I think I challenge you to come out there to the property. I'll take you out in the pasture <laughs> yep. with the horses, and I think you'll have Are an amazing you experience. Kathy, I've been around okay, horses since I was a small boy, and we, the horses don't hurt people. No. They don't. I mean, the horses, can, they're big, and they're, they're big, and they're, they're powerful, and they can, you know, make mistakes and whatnot, like stepping on things, but they respond to what's presented to them. And if, if you can, and oh, that, okay. that's the emotional regulation, because if the horse is agitated or it's feeling uncomfortable or if it's kind of moving away from you, that's feedback to you to check in with yourself and see what you're feeling, what you're going through. And that's the therapeutic process uh-huh. right there. The horse is, is like a, a really objective way of, of sensing or telling you where you're at. And, and it allows you an opportunity to really check in with yourself. A live barometer. A live barometer. Well said, Tony. A live barometer. Absolutely. Does it, I mean, does it really help with anxiety? Oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. Like you're tense. Yeah. It, it, it yeah, really I noticed it's going on out there. That a lot of anxiety. Oh, yeah. And, um, and what about um, depression? Depression. That's a big one, too. People hide from that. You know, sure. you don't know if someone's going through depression until they open up a little bit more. Some people can hide it so good. But with well, that, you know, being in the team. circle of these horses, would it help them? Or? Yeah. Regarding society, it is, is being in the moment. The horses allow you to become very present, and they allow you to really detach from the past, detach from the future. And that's usually anxiety is the fear of the future, and, and depression is, you know, lamenting the past a, a largely and kind of losing that concept of hope. And the horses allow you to uh-huh. be very present and very aware, and you just kind of check out for the experience in terms of all the worries that are around you. When, when you walk into the, to the property and you close the gate, it's kind of a symbol of that world is behind me now, and I'm going to be here for this time and just see what's what's here for me. And it's very effective. Interesting. Wow. That is so cool. And um, um, does it help with those who, I guess there's many levels of de- being detox or addiction, especially with drugs or alcohol. Um, is this still something good, too, for to bring them out? Well, when someone's, we have to make sure they're medically stable. So if, if they're in the throes of detox, it's probably not the best place for them at that time. 
But certainly when they stabilize and get through the, the more you know, aggressive or the more uncomfortable aspects of detox, then yes, absolutely. What about, oh, what about students? Um, I think even adults have it like ADD and other form of uh, disorder relating to that. Does that, is that really good for them as well to get that out or? Uh, actually, it's a very uh, uh, good to have somebody, especially uh, there's some uh, kids who have ADHD or ADHD, uh, yes. In that area, because as it is now, I have uh, four or five that come uh, out of the sanctuary out there, come to the ranch. And the, I think the youngest is about nine. The oldest is about 13. And all four of them have ADHD. And since mm-hmm. they've been coming out, they can all tell uh, it's from their uh, demeanor, from their actions, their schoolwork, how they handle situations at home and in school. They are becoming it's more uh, it's more calm, more aware, and they interject mm-hmm. themselves more in the circle mm-hmm. uh, because of the fact that um, they're sort of coming out of their shell, and they pay more attention to see the, the things that are all going on, and they all learn the that. Parents all see the difference. Wow. So, Catherine, if I can add to that a little bit, if I can add to that. So the okay. three kind of three fundamental aspects of change or growth or development, would, it would be something along the lines of awareness. So awareness is key. If you haven't got an awareness, then you really don't have a place to start. Then once your awareness, uh-huh. and that's where, that's where the equestrian experience really helps out is it allows you to be present and aware. And it, it's a process. You don't just immediately wake up to awareness. It's a process. It's exposure right. is key. So as you become more aware, then you, be, you can become more accountable. And what I mean by accountable is you can begin to look at what you're doing that perpetuates the issues that you're dealing with. Because in every problem mm-hmm. that any person experiences, they're participating in that problem at some level, and that's what's perpetuating it in their lives, their participation. And I really don't care if it's something as simple as somebody punching you in the face. I mean, it's kind of a comedic example, but, you know, if they're continuing to punch you, you're standing there. So you have to change your behavior. Mm-hmm. You've got to move, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So. So awareness this would be good for those who are bullied, too, when you right. said punk. You know, um, kids that have been bullied at school, they can come there and get, feel like they got a friend. Right. Do you know what right. I mean? And they can open yeah. up to that horse or, you know, be able to ride it and feel comfortable that, hey, you know, I'm okay. I'm not as bad as the bullies make me. Right. Just like right. that. And, oh, yeah, and, exactly. Um, Okay, well, hang in there, you guys. We're going to be right back after these messages from the commercial break. Commercial break. Having a brighter, whiter smile is important to you, even during the coronavirus crisis. Teeth whitening can be safe and convenient because at Curly Whites, we come to you. Our technicians take all the recommended safety precautions, and you don't have to leave your home. Get all your family treated in one afternoon. It's safe and convenient and less expensive than a visit to the dentist. Pearly White's Mobile Teeth Whitening. Visit pearlywhitesfl.com to book an appointment today. There's a reason Summit County residents have been choosing Park City Mattress for 10 years. With Sealy, Serta, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns and Foster right here in Park City. And the lowest price guaranteed. Park City Mattress in Redstone Village at Kimball Junction. See us at pcmattress.com. I'm Sean Nielsen, professional parent recruiter with Rise Services Utah, and we have a unique opportunity to open your heart to children and adults with developmental challenges by becoming a respite foster care provider. Respite care providers are part-time and fill in when our full-time parents need time away from the child in their care. It's a great way to help those in need without committing to a full-time position. If you'd like more information about this wonderful opportunity, please contact me today at 801-676-8926.
Sarah Yoga and Wellness offers online, live, and interactive yoga classes, including one-on-one classes, group classes, a 90-day awakening program, and a teacher training certification program. Sarah has over 20 years of experience and can help you make your spirit, mind, and body a priority in your life. Learn more at sarahyogaandwellness.com or call 801-390-2108. Do you know how much equity is in your home, condo, or townhome? Do you want to lower your rate and take cash out? We're Valorum Equity, and we make mortgages easier. Give us a call at 800-764-9072 or visit ValorumEquity.com to receive your free home assessment today. Trouble sleeping? The mattress you choose makes all the difference. How do you select from thousands? At Mattress Warehouse, we do things differently. We fit you to the right mattress that you will love for many years and get up to eight months on our comfort guarantee. That's how sure we are about getting you the best night's sleep. Visit MattressWarehouseUtah.com and download your free mattress buyer's guide to help you select the right mattress at the best price. MattressWarehouseUtah.com Hey, this is Rocktop Construction. Rocktop is a family-owned business based out of Utah. We specialize in replacing worn or storm-damaged roofs and understand how to assist homeowners with property claims. For reliable service and the best value on a quality and energy-efficient roof, call Rocktop Construction at 801-567-1234. We have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Again, that's 801-567-1234 to find out more about how we can protect your home. I'm Michael Torrance with Alpha Wealth Funds. I am a financial planner with over five years under my belt, and you need me. I work with everyone from residential to entrepreneurs to high-level C-suite executives. I help people create personal financial plans, estate plans, independent contractor plans, and publicly traded company retirement accounts. You can reach me at 435-658-1934. I am Michael Torrance with Alpha Wealth Funds. Thank you so much for tuning in and staying in with me. I'm sitting here with Tony. He's the owner of Head and Homes, Horse Rescue and Inquiry Therapy, and also to Patrick. He's the um, clerk director for Olympus Olympus Healing Center. Um, Patrick, tell me about who and what is OHC? OHC is the Olympic Healing Center. And what that is, is it's primarily a date. Go ahead. Kathy, okay. so what, that, what that primarily is, is it's, a, it's a day treatment center where someone can come in and receive comprehensive analysis of their medical, physical, and mental health needs. And then we build a treatment plan that's customized to meet those needs as best as we understand. And we cover everything from chronic pain, nutritional needs, weight loss, to depression, anxiety, addiction, um, anything you can kind of, anything you can kind of figure that uh, it's getting someone redirected on their life in a way that they can feel like they're back in control or they're at least back on a path of health and wellness. Mm -hmm. Patrick, what are, what's your goals? What does your company have the goals? The goals, the goals of our company are the same goals we have for our, our staff would be the same as for our clients, which is we, we come together and we kind of we are honest and we're real and we're genuine with each other and we, we go through all the modalities that we offer and we, we experience um, what those the benefits from those modalities and we improve the quality of our individual lives and we come together and that improves the quality of our experience as a staff and as a team and then we offer that to clientele as they come in. And how often, um, what's your goals, plans to, with Head and Homes? They're an integral partner of ours, and the equestrian experience is something that's, again, cannot be, enough can't be said about the benefits that uh, equestrian, the equestrian experience offers, and it matches perfectly with what our goals and models are, which is health and wellness and unity and cohesiveness. Wow. And besides getting in the middle of the horses, 
Um, Tony, uh, you asked me this question. Besides getting in the middle of the horse and everything, do you offer any riding as well? Can someone, you know, bond with a horse and maybe even adopt one to where they yeah, can um, have that one-on-one with the um, help from Patrick's clinic? Yes, actually, uh, and it's all part of our sustainability also because uh, Head & Home is actually a 501c3 nonprofit, and so we I go and count and we depend on a lot of uh, donations and uh, from individuals, from uh, corporations, uh, and things like this here, although also... For our own sustainability, we offer some riding lessons. We uh, uh, don't have some of trail riding. And uh, then also, the horses we bring in uh, actually go and rescue after we've evaluated them and mm-hmm. I get them healthy, I get them uh, trained, everything, so they're a, a good sound horse. Um, then we offer uh, quite a lot of them up for adoption, and so oh. and, the, and, and the fees we have for adoption are very reasonable. All that compared, let's see how if you were going to go on the open market and you own that buyers. Uh, the other thing is, is you can come to us and you can uh, lease a horse. Uh, you can go and uh, work with the horse, and there's, there's all sorts of their models for that. And that's how the folks that all then come to Olympus Healing Center, and if and they feel like uh, furthering on because they, uh, well, they feel the um, uh, therapy and everything they're getting from Olympus Healing in using the horses, they can come down and they can spend more of that time out there with the horses. Mm-hmm. So they can do it without Patrick being around or his counselors being around that they can just come out there on their own, you know, once they foster a horse, they can just come out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and, and the thing is, okay, so there are therapists here at Olympus Healing, although actually, if you stop and think about it, it's either the horse itself is a therapist. Really? Absolutely, yeah. So say that I had a child who had suffering depression, almost suicidal, which I wasn't sure of, but yet they went to your clinic and they... Does the counselor go out there for the first two or three times or a week or whatever with the client, you know, with my child and help them rehabilitate with the horse? That would be a touch and go. Right. That would be a touch and go. Sometimes it would be indicated that the therapist accompanies the child all the time, and the goal would be to get them Mm -hmm. to feel confident and independent and comfortable enough with the horse that they'd be able to do it all by themselves. And I don't mean that they would go there by themselves, that they'd be able to interact and have the experience independently. So there will always be volunteers and Tony and someone from my staff somewhere in the area or somewhere around, but their level of interaction would be dependent upon what's decided is their their level of need. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So say that, yeah, I understand that part, but say that the child, you interact and you know that have you been out to see, you know, um, Black Stallion. I don't know what the name of the horse, but they, you know, they have a name for the horse. Have you been out there? What have you been doing? Do they follow up on all that too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's about a relationship. Yeah, we we encourage each person mm-hmm. to sort of I, I, like pick a horse, or together they find each other, if you will. And in the process of finding mm-hmm. each other, they they create that bond, and then it becomes like their horse. The the uh, thing mm-hmm. that has happened a lot is. See, the first uh, visit, you go and take uh, the individual, uh, come out and take him out in the pasture and just go and walk go and walk around the horses. And mm-hmm. usually you'll 
one connection out of the four with either a single or maybe maybe a few of the horses. And then mm-hmm. when you start in going and working with that individual on the horse, then let's see, those are the horses you will go and uh, choose for that individual to go and work with. And there is yeah, a what if, to make. Tony, what if you have what if you have five horses that come up to you? <laughs> then you're a lucky you five yeah, yeah. Come all around. Yeah, you're very lucky. <laughs> lucky Talk about validation. Yes. <laughs> that is. Uh, and then but you know, I've just thought of something too, but what about with family, like, you know, four people, you know, in the family, this family issue and stuff. Wouldn't it be be fun to they have them involved with an animal. Absolutely. To be able to take care of it, be responsible, you know, clean it, brush it, you know, yeah. walk it, ride it. You know what I mean? They take responsibility. Teach that in your counseling, Patrick. Yes, or? Yeah, in fact, the uh, uh, very often, especially with uh, veterans and first responders who's had a. Uh, I'll just come out and say that he's had a horrific and traumatized incident. Um, uh-huh. The uh, thing we do, we encourage the family, especially the spouse, or if there's, if there's older children involved, then see they come out. And because, as an example, if you don't take a veteran. A veteran comes home, he comes home from down tour, he brings home way more baggage. And he then took over there. And so when he all comes home, and we've had this happen, we've had this in I'll come up and say, can you help me? I don't know him anymore. He's not the same person that left nine months or a year ago. And so then how can you refuse to go and let this a family, this spouse, come in and go and get the same... Uh, oh, I don't even call it therapy because it's an experience. It's an equine experience. You come in, you have them mm-hmm. as a family, as a husband and wife, however, and they can solve their problems, the three of them, husband, wife, and the horse. So mm-hmm. when you, when you see how the horse interacts with the family, and then if the family can learn how to work with the horse and get the horse to do basic tasks, walk behind a lead or, or whatever obstacles that are, that are presented, the family has to communicate and they have to understand what the goal is and how to get that goal accomplished with the horse. And the horse is going to be the temperature taker as to how well the communication is going. And that, that oftentimes wow. means they have to stop, back up, regroup, and then reapproach. And that just does wonders in communication and sorting through emotional regulation. And it just leads to all kinds of really profitable, if you will, kinds of experiences in, in later therapy as we debrief that experience and we process it. Wow. Because, yeah, I was going to ask you, so when you go back to do one-on-one with the family or the child, then you can relate to with the animals. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You, a family wow, system that can successfully interact with, with, a, with a horse and get the horse to do basic things, and they're all cooperating, that family knows how to communicate. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. And then if they're brushing the horse, they're talking, they're talking things out. And that's the tenderness. Yeah. That's that's the affection piece. Right. And then do they, they end up doing that like one-on-one with each other, but then they bring it back to counseling. And there you go. Yep. You. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have a counselor? Do you ever have a counselor, um, Patrick? Do you ever have a counselor out there? You know, in the beginning, I think I said this in, earlier in the show. But you do have a counselor out there with them, like say a family with trauma issues and things like that. That absolutely, yeah. A counselor would be there to help them cope with the horrors and have them open up. Why they're yeah, crushing but- or. Yeah, for instance, whatever. I will be out there. I'll be out there with them, and, and I, I'll just hang back and observe, and it'll give me tons of clinical information on each person in the family and what kind of where their sticking points are or what issues they've got to deal with. It gives me great indicators as to where to go in later sessions and to give homework assignments mm-hmm. and things like that. So 
So just hanging back, the clinician just hanging back and observing, that's just a wealth of information that's provided by, by watching how they interact with the horses. Because with the animals, they open up more better than they do one-on-one with you because sometimes they don't open up. It takes like months to get them, hey, come on, you know, I need you to, to really open up. Let's get to the bottom. Instead of with the horses, it helps it a little bit more quickly to open up. Is that correct? Oh, yes. I'd say that's very accurate. It, yeah. it really facilitates. It, what it does is it takes kind of the threat out of the out of the equation. It takes the the, the fear of being vulnerable out of the equation because again you have to you have to be present and you've got to watch the horse you've right. got to see what you're doing with the horse and you got to check your behavior and check your mood and see how you're communicating both consciously and subconsciously to the horse so absolutely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting and uh, you ever had somebody say I'm afraid of the horse I'm afraid but then by the time they've been out there a couple times it turns around as not being afraid. Is that correct? Oh, all the time. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, there's uh, I can think of about four or five that have all like come out, and uh, I've had my wife or I've had uh, somebody from the therapist center. I go and take them out there, take them out in the pasture, and uh, go and um, go and down walk among the horses. The horses on come up, and at first they're very well, they're sort of scared. They're very nervous around them at first. Although after they see how done gentle and done docile they are, it all just um, uh, it, it sort of that melts away. Yeah, because the horse has a way of all oh, their wounding itself. It. Actually, if you didn't know it, a horse can give you a hug. Uh-huh. They're very affectionate. Yeah. They really are. And you've never lived until you've had a horse hug. Uh-huh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I um, I got something to say about a horse. It's a little off the subject. Just just, just two-minute thing. Not even that. Um, you remember Elvis Presley. He had yeah. a He had a horse. It was black. It was a big black thing. And I was out on his play property and... Tennessee, I'll never forget this. I jumped on the fence and I told my boyfriend at the time, "Take a picture of me. Take a picture of me. I'm, I'm on this. You know, I'm at his ranch. And all of a sudden, this big horse came right around on my shoulder. You know, how small uh-huh. I am, but that head was so huge. It was like one of those Drydale horses he had, and it came mm-hmm. right up behind me and right next to me. I was head to head. And like, oh my gosh! So I put my arm around, his head. but I thought, wow, you know, I never had a horse do that before. But he just almost like leaned on my shoulder. It well, I'll tell you weird. what, Kathy, you, you must have been and a really. And the guy good said that's for I was his favorite horse, and I'm like, oh my gosh! They 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 watched me and they thought it was really cool that this big black horse never does it to anybody, and it came right up to me. Weird. And there you go. But anyway. But so I'm trying to say with the other people out there, they could just be standing there and they just come right up. They know who they they know who they want to be with, I guess, or get to know. Yeah, is absolutely. that correct? It is. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like when you go pick out a dog. They know you're saying a ring of dogs. You know which one a litter. You know the mm-hmm. one going to come to you is the one that's going to be your your dog. Oh yeah. And um, the same thing with a horse. They know who they want, but I got a bad thumb because they all like me. You watch, I'll get in the middle. They probably come all around me. I'm like, oh my gosh! I'll be yelling at you, Patrick. Okay, which one? And you'll be like, you'll find the one. I go, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I can see myself in the middle. <laughs> that I think it's great therapy. It is great therapy to do that, you know. And I think it'll help over fear. You know, getting over fear fear issues of heights and things like that and be able to get into the middle of something that's huge and friendly, really, and, and you know, unblock those fears. I think so, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I um, I got some fear, fear issues, so I'll probably be common. <laughs> I got a little fear issue, so you got to throw me in the middle. <laughs> what you'll anyway. find, yeah. What you'll find is 
Go ahead. I'm ex- I'm excited. I want to do this. I'm looking forward to signing up. Everybody's listening in. I'm going to sign up so we can do a six month or four to six months recovery. See how Kathy overcomes her little fear. I have a fear of heights and things like that. So maybe getting in the middle of, of some horses and something new help conquer some of those fear anxieties. We'll put you on a really tall horse. How's that? Uh, well, I'm Kathy. You have a smaller horse. It's uh, sort of half size, and we can start you out on that one first. There you go. <laughs> I'm only five too. Come on, guys. <laughs> but anyway, um, this is exciting. So tell me where to go within the next six months to a year working together. Well, the uh, thing that I would think, and it's awful funny because we've been done talking about this, is uh, uh, going and uh, starting a therapy center where the horses and the therapy center are all on the same property. Right. A, thing, a healing sanctuary. That's, yes. that's the goal. A nice big piece of land. Oh. And just kind of make it all part of the experience. And then a large part will be care for the horses and, you know, getting up on and feeding yeah. them on, you know, in the mornings and things like that. And it, it creates a purpose okay. that that's really important in terms of focus and in terms of uh, aiding in recovery and aiding in, you know, just wellness and mental health. A purpose is paramount okay. to mental health. Yeah, there's also this, uh, 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 quite a coincidence that a lot of the I'll say a lot of the needs of a human is the same with a horse. Everybody needs a purpose. Everybody needs to be included. Everybody needs to belong. Right. And it's the same mm-hmm. with humans, same with horses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And uh, can, you know, um, so you can adopt, you can do foster care with a horse, you know, become a foster care with one of the horses. I think foster care would be really good to start off before you adopt. You know what I mean? So you learn well, how to take exactly, care of yeah. something. The, make the, sure uh, you thing, can take care of it. <laughs> exactly. The thing you have to do is you have to figure out, first of all, you have to experience it at first to see if it's something you really want. And because it is a lot of work, although it's very rewarding. The uh, thing with that is, is I suggest that everybody gets interested in that mm-hmm. is to uh, come out and go and down try it some, and and uh, because they can come out and they can all that volunteer with us, they can uh, work with us and the horses, mm-hmm. and they can see if that's something they're really interested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it doesn't take time, you know, like a couple months to make sure you want to foster care or something like that. And it doesn't take time, especially if you've never had a horse. But I, I, this is my personal opinion on it, because I love animals from dogs, cats, the horses, that go slow with it, you know what I mean? Um, become a foster for first and do it in the next four, six, maybe even a year until you're ready to adopt a horse. I mean, do okay. you really want to be responsible for something like that? And then also, too, with the healing, you know, it's, it's you can, you know, you can talk to them. I've had friends who've had horses. They go, oh, i got to go out and see my horse, and i got to unwind, and blah, 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 blah. And they just go out, and they come back, and they're a different person or different. And Certainly more relaxed. Absolutely. Attitude. Yeah, more relaxed, more stressed and everything. But here, if you go to these horses, these horses have been through a lot, and they could really use you, and they could probably understand somebody who is under stress. They could pick up on that and, uh, you know, be able to be more inclined to relax that person. Do you know what I mean? Hey, I've been there. Here's the horses. Because they've been hurt, too. Well, it's amazing what a little bit of kindness can do. Exactly. Right. Amazing. So, where do you plan? One more time. Where do you plan on getting some 
land somewhere or do like a retreat? The ideal uh, goal that we could go and achieve is getting some property where we can have mm-hmm. a therapeutic and healing center on the same mm-hmm. property as the horses. And then also we can offer, let's say, not only the therapy sessions to the folks that need it, but also a uh, corporate and company retreat. Uh, yes. I come for a couple of three days. Yeah. Just because uh, uh, that could be part of us is sustainability. Also. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. There's a you know you live in a a really amazing state. You know Utah's amazing. They have a lot of retreat places and um, yeah, where they have a lot of land. I'm sure you can join or borrow their place to do a retreat, you know, with the horses. I think they will love that. Well, the only thing is, is uh, even though there's a lot of land, there's a lot of owners of land. And in the state of Utah, mm-hmm. the state of Utah owns a lot of the land. A lot of restrictions. There's quite a few obstacles. And so the thing is, we have to go and get the right uh spot is going to be suitable for everything we have in mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and then also to, say, for example, with the corporate retreat, would it take about a good week to work with that corporate retreat to bring them out to, you know, or like a long weekend to get them involved with the horses and your therapy? Honestly, because it just can't be a one day. It can't be just a one day event, right? Well, honestly, depending upon kind of what our goals are, it could be something that's a one day, and it could be up to a week or, or even longer, depending upon what our goals are and what what we're addressing. If that makes sense. So you have a group mm-hmm. of very high needs children that could be a week or longer. Yeah. And say you just have some some high kind of high-energy corporate people that just need to, you know, slow down a little and calm down. That could be a, a good eight-hour day, and they could get a lot out of that, or it could be a three-day experience. So what we would do is we would kind of figure out what best meets the needs of the people that we're dealing with, and we would kind of offer that. I, if I had a corporation, you know, and I did a, a, a one-day, I would want more than just a one-day. Sure. Because some people take them... It's like going to counseling, and you know this, Patrick, that it takes time to open up, you know, and uh, you think you get that one hour, next you know it, wait a minute, it took me 45 minutes to open up. Right. (laughs) So I got 15 minutes to explain. Right. You know what I mean? So anyway, I would feel the same thing with the horses. It takes some time. It may take two to three hours to open up, and then you get into that counseling, I think a good weekend would be great. One day, uh-huh. Exactly, yeah, sure, absolutely. To yeah. really open up, and then you bond, and then, you know, if they want more bonding on one-on-one, the person says, hey, I want to do this on my own, and then you have a client with that as well as helping them. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Instead of just corporate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. It's, it's all about relationships. This is good. The, the, yeah, the uh, relationship. The uh, thing about it's also unique for doing therapy with the horses is because you have an individual go in a counselor's office, and it's in an office uh-huh. setting, and they're sitting across from each other. And the first thing, and I've actually had this set, the first thing that uh, uh, comes up is the individual who's there for the counseling says, what do you know about me? You don't know squat about me. I'm not even going to talk to you. And I've had that, I've had folks all day come out and say they just left their counselor's office or their therapist's office and they don't want to see him anymore because 
he just doesn't know me. And mm-hmm. as far as that is, set him in there with a the horse there for half an hour, an hour, or something like this. The uh, thing is, is he's opening up. And he opens up, and you don't have to hardly go and do anything. It's the horse that's handling the whole thing. Right. Wow. Wow. I bet you this is amazing with children, you know, or even teenagers. And the parents come up to you guys and say, my child is better at home and more. He's looking forward to coming out. You know, he wants to come, come back. And usually that's hard to get teenagers or children to come back to counseling. It is. It is. And the, the main goal in all of counseling really is awareness. It's getting someone to be aware and present in what's going on in their emotional state and going in and interacting. You know what? Yeah, mm-hmm. this would be good for those who are um, mm-hmm. suicidal. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. I just got flagged down. So... Tony and Patrick, anything you want to say before we close? God, I just really appreciate the opportunity to uh, to speak with you, and I really appreciate your time today. Thank you. You're welcome. And for my listeners out there, um, please go on demand, the com with BBS Radio, and you will see how to contact them and uh, their websites, their phone numbers, pictures, all kinds of cool stuff. So, and um, their bio and everything. So, the Kathy Lee Parker Show dot com. So, anyway, well, thank you, Tony and Patrick, very much for coming on. Hey, I thank you for inviting us, Kathy. Thank you very much, Kathy. You're welcome. You're welcome, and thank you again. And you two have a great evening. Yeah, and I'd like you. to thank BBS Radio for. Um, for allowing me to have a show with them, the Kathy Lee Parker Show, and also like to thank Primetime Media for all my sponsors and my my commercials. And uh, for all of you listening in, thank you so much, and have a great evening.